You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Smartest Guys in Marketing with your hosts, T-Money and C-Nanny. The great, the glorious, the luxurious C-Nanny, hailing from a little town in North Carolina. How you doing, bro? I'm fantastic. Dude, answer me this question, bro. Are people sexist in North Carolina? Because it's like an older state, and I just want to make sure that there's equal opportunity out there. I'm concerned. That's why we have our offices Uh, in Nashville, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? I'm sure there are some people in the great state of North Carolina. I don't like that. Sexism. I don't like that. But we're fighting it every day. You know, we talked about today, man. You know, to bring just like on that topic, I I want us to hire more females. Dude, I said that this morning on the sales meeting. I said, Heather, get us some more badass ladies to come in and take over. But we do have, we do have quite a bit of, uh, Oh, well, we, yeah, we don't in marketing in sales though. And that bothers me. Yeah. All right. So if you're watching this, Tommy's going to get mad and make us take this down. But if you're watching this and you're a lady, please apply to come help us. We need you. We do we need, need it. Skills. All right. What are we talking about? Sexism. No. Yeah, no, we're not talking about that today. Today, we're going to talk about something maybe related to it. We're going to talk about identity. Identity and cold, hard cash. That's the title of today's episode, Identity and Cold Hard Cash. I'm on a rant right now for the past few days. Chris, we talked about this yesterday, about identity. So, man, for the first time in probably two years, I'm actively, consciously trying to change my identity. Your identity is always changing. It's never the same. But most of this happens for most people on a subconscious level. People don't realize that their identity is either moving forward or moving backwards. and you know, me and Chris, we've hit a lot of goals. This is a massive blowout month. This will be our first million dollar month where I'm paced to do a little bit more than that. And so I'm like, you know what? For two years, my identity has kind of been wrapped up in, in some targets that we've already hit. What's next? Maybe later, Chris, we should share the questions. I was like, this is the question we asked two years ago. And this is the question that I'm asking now. And you were like, wow, that's intense. Let's do it. We can talk about that in a little bit. But a great question that someone posted recently in one of our client groups is, How does environment impact identity? And when do you know that it's time to upgrade your environment without being foolish? All right. Because we know that environment matters a lot, but it's not one of those things where you should go out and buy a private jet when you're doing 10 grand a month just because you're interested in identity. That's called stupidity. And so, talking about environment, talking about identity, Chris is spending another six figures on his mansion. You did the kitchen, you did the kitchen a couple years ago. Now you're putting a sauna in the basement, dude, you're, you're so, you are actually pretty interested in your living environment where you live and how your environment makes you feel. I just think we need to wrap about that for a few minutes. Do you want to go or you want me to just kind of take it yeah, away? Yeah, I'll go real quick because this is pretty fresh in regards to having the conversation with several team members yesterday and they were struggling. You know, we operate at a pretty fast pace in our business, especially guys who are in the core, who are in sales and marketing. And some of these guys were struggling, man. And it just came down to it to where, 
you know, they personally didn't have vision and goals for themselves in their life. And when you're, when you're like at a place where you're struggling, you're coming against barriers, you're facing challenges. If you don't have that vision, right. If you don't have those goals, I call them like basically the pull you out of the crap. Like if you don't have that in front of you, you will quit. You will give up. Like you'll ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And so I think to kind of set this up, a lot of people who are listening to this, who will listen to this, they have no vision, no goals for their life. They don't know where they're going financially, spiritually, emotionally, with their business, their relationships, their marriages, with their kids. And so first, like you can't just wander around in life. You have to know where you're going. Yeah. And then you can start working backwards and say, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because we have the conversation. I had the conversation with one of our guys about environment the people that he was connected with, who he's hanging out with. So let's set that first as like the foundation. If you don't have that, you got to know where you're going, right? Because you will have challenges when you get to a place where your friends are like, oh, let's go hang out. And you say no, right? It's got to be attached to who you want to be and where you're going in your life and your business. Yeah. Your identity impacts a lot more than you think. The car you drive, the house you live in, the friends you tolerate, the friends you don't tolerate, the, the junk you let into your life what time you wake up, what time you go to bed. Most of this happens underneath your conscious level, but it, it, it sets the lid on, on your bank balances. It sets the lid on how rich your friendships are. And so when is it time to change your environment? You remember when I got to Tesla the first time and I was terrified. In fact, me and Chris talked about it before I put down the, um, the deposit. It was a $2,500 deposit. We're clearing 150K a month in revenue. I am freaking out over this. Remember that? Terrified. I remember that clear as day. Scared. And Chris didn't help because he's driving a Grand Cherokee and he's like, well, man, you don't have to do it. I'm like, dude, that's, I wanted someone to push me and you just, you didn't push me very hard that time, but you've pushed me a lot of, in a lot of other areas, you've pushed me really hard. It is true. You don't remember that? You don't remember? Yeah, but but I said, I was like, why are you worried? Like, He's like, why are you worried? He's like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I was like, dude, I have to do it. <laughs> I have to have a Tesla. But part of it, part of it was my environment. My environment had to change. Number one, when your environment conflicts with the identity that you're trying to cultivate, you need to change your environment. You, you said that to you about my office. Like, my office was like, there's like stray cats outside, and the only thing I oh, saw was dumpster <laughs> out of my disgusting. window. It's disgusting. There's like there was there was like a yellow Ethernet cable hanging through the roof that I'm pretty sure people have like hung themselves from in the house. <laughs> oh gosh, no, that's not true. It was bad. It was bad. And so in different areas, me and Chris have pushed each pushed each other in different ways to upgrade kind of where where we operate. And I think that there's a problem with entrepreneurs today in that they're like they, they want to be the guys in their head. Like I make 50 grand a month and they're working on a 2007 macbook that doesn't turn on half the time it's like look dude your environment is conflicting it's fighting against the type of person that you need to become or or you know they're they're hiring people and they're selling on the phone and they're trying to sell ten thousand dollar packages and make it seem like no big deal but they're in a 1992 toyota that the the door doesn't open they have to climb through the passenger side to get in it's like no there is problem Problem through the window to the passenger side. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. dude case in point, Cole. Cole, we just I 
literally, if you come sell for us, you're going to come in. We're going to help you get to some money, right? You're going to make some money. I will force you systematically to begin upgrading every area of your life. Cole just got a new car. Peyton has, Peyton got a new car a couple months ago. Not because it's like, oh, go spend your way out of a rut. That's silly. But at, at a certain point, when you send us a goal and you're like, I want to do $400,000 a month. And I'm like, okay, cool. And you drive a beater and you wear a, a tank top to work. Not happening. Just want to your thoughts there. Well, I think like part of it too is there's something that's very, very important about your belief system, right? And if you are still operating based on old beliefs, this is going to be hard for you to ask someone, a client to give you $10,000. It's going to be hard for you to pitch someone on how they can generate 50 grand a month in their business or how they can accomplish X, Y, Z in their life or business. So if you aren't living that, what you're pitching to them, what you're portraying to them, like internally, you're going to like, you're, you are going to project those negative things onto the people that you're talking to in your business. Yeah. So it's really, it comes down to like living what you think you want to be, like who you want to be and not just yeah. like some, some, you know, made up imaginary thing. And, and you have to convince yourself day in and day out that, you know, money is abundant and opportunity is abundant. What would you say if someone was listening to this and they were like, well, Taylor and Chris, it's not all about things. And it seems really shallow that you require things to have the right identity. I'd say that's typically the first thing I hear someone with a lot of ego say. There's a whole like rabbit trail to go down. But typically those people have no money and those people are not coachable. But the people who have a lot, in my experience, they understand that as like the foundation. Of course, you know, but it's just a byproduct of the service that they're giving to other people, how they're helping other people, the results that they're bringing to the world and the impact that they're making. Yeah. My, my thinking on this is like, it's, it's like, it's like supplements, you know, do you take any supplements right now? Yes. What does that mean that your body is, there's something wrong with your body and you're clearly not mature enough, you know, like, yeah. Obviously, it's it's a little bit of a different thing, but I think like even the healthiest people t- tend to supplement in different areas because it doesn't matter whether someone is like, well, I don't think that this is the way that it should be or not. It's it's what is real and what can help accelerate you to the outcome that you want. And what we've found is that a lot of times you can use your environment to supplement and support the type of identity you want to have to get what you want in terms yeah. of outcomes. Simple as that. Agree? Yeah. Yeah, and I do also think that different personalities are affected differently by this as well. Yeah. Like for me, environment, you know, that's really important for me is experiences. This is what I, I'm I don't have dollars to do on my desk like you do. You know what my personality likes is cold, hard cash and money. I mean, if everybody could just have that. I mean, dude, give me the Ray Bans and the cash, a little rolly. This is my personality. Not even, it's not my personality. I'm just being stupid. But yeah, you're totally right. People are motivated by different things, right? Number two, people are like, well, how do I know? This is a question that Brian, one of our clients asked yesterday. How do you know like what's what's too far? Like, am I being foolish? Here's what I think. If your environment that you feel like you need is too far outside of what you can afford right now, then your identity that you're trying to achieve is probably too far out in front as well. It's going to break you if you're like, I'm making five grand a month and my identity I'm setting up is a million point five a month. It's a recipe for you burning yourself out in like a week. Yeah. Too much pressure. 
You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel negative pressure. It's not healthy. You don't want to go from five grand to a million and a half. You want to go from five to 15 and 15 to 45 and 45 to 160. You notice that these are jumping in increments of about three each time. Yeah. When you hit three, everything changes. And so typically when people are like, man, I just need to go out and I need to do something that is going to rack up my credit and I'm not going to be able to afford it because that's what my identity needs. It's like, no, no, no. You know, your identity is probably a little too far out. You need to stay in sequence. Optimize. I said this to clients yesterday, and this is really good. If you're driving, you need to pull over and write this down. Optimize the little things first. The, the wrong thing would be, I'm going to optimize the big things. I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to upgrade, you know, my home to a mansion and I'm going to do all. No, no, no. Optimize the little things first. Maybe get in a good gym. One that doesn't make you feel like, you know, you're going to get rabies if you leave your shoes in the closet. Right. Maybe go to uh, drive a little extra to go to a nice restaurant every now and again. These are little things that aren't going to break yeah. you in half. Optimize the little things. It's going to start getting you familiar with the type of person that is comfortable with wealth. Yeah, dude. For me, it was even upgrading to my Grand Cherokee leather interior. Bro, that was my first brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, Chris, what is your lifelong goal? And he's like, dude. I Apple just want a Grand Cherokee. I want to take my wife to Applebee's Dude, Applebee's. anytime I want. Apple Applebee's is this they're a giant that has fallen. Their fiesta line chicken was Dude, but you you know what I was cleaning over videos from we can talk about the Apple mess yesterday. Uh-oh. Worst company of all time right now. Uh, but I was cleaning over videos and there's like 12 videos that we recorded in your Grand Cherokee and one of them was that original looking at mansions pretending that it was ours. And, uh, dude, you loved that thing. That was like your favorite car. You would get yeah. it detailed. You took care of it. I did. You know? I did. Yeah. I still think they're great cars, bro. They're, they're all right, man. They're not, they're not bad. You know, what was your yeah. point on that? But just so like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a Tesla. It wasn't a Rolls Royce. It wasn't the payment was $379. But the feeling that I got from having that Cherokee was amazing. Like the upgrade. You know, just the lift that I got was for me, it was awesome. Yep. So it doesn't have to be something crazy. Like, first and foremost, there should be, you know, you should have just don't make stupid decisions, please. What's a stupid decision? What would you define that as? Well, I think if you're doing 10 grand a month and you go out and get a Tesla, that's stupid. And you have no money in the bank. It's not that stupid. But (laughs) if it was a different car, it would be stupid. But a Porsche. I'll tell you, man. Yeah, don't do that. Number three, make sure that you're making decisions out of a place of vision. Who's your daddy? Why, why are you looking at me like that? Did you watch that video I did? No. You didn't send it to me. Did you ask me to watch it? It was in Smartest Guys group. The vision was, was titled, Who's Your Daddy? And it was talking about fear versus vision. Well, it sounds like a good, like, a good little piece of Taylor Welch regurgitated through Chris Evans. No, I invented that. All right. Well, talk to us about it. Fear versus vision. What's the difference? No, I, think, I think you're either serving fear or you're serving vision. The majority yeah. of people serve fear. They make decisions based out of fear. And whenever you make a decision based out of fear, it's typically going to be a bad decision. All right. Whenever we've made decisions in our business based off fear, it typically leads us down the wrong road versus vision. You know, that pool thing that I was talking about earlier, like you might make a decision that's uncomfortable 
But if it serves a greater vision, then you're going to press through the pressure and the issues and the barriers and the challenges that you have. Sounds real good, man. That sounds real good. But how many people, I mean, me included for the longest time, everything that I did was out of fear. And I can hear people listen to this being like, well, that's not me. You know, I don't make decisions out of fear. But let me tell you this. If you're growing your business because you don't want to be poor anymore. Oh, call this called fear. That's called fear. The energy you're going to get from that is tainted with fear. If the reason that you want cash on hand and you want to, you know, there's a difference between producing security and running to safety from, from a fear standpoint. Mm -hmm. And I think we, we are at the place now where it's like, man, I'm all about security. I want to, I want to get long-term. I'm generational dude. I'm about to have a baby. Let's go, dude. Like I'm not going to put her in a position that's unsafe, but my, what wakes me up in the morning is no longer safety. Right. You read in comments. You're not listening to me right now. It's like, sorry, I was I'm reading going, Lexi's comment. I'm getting about, like, I'm about, getting vulnerable and deep right now. And you're laughing at comments. Hey, can you just, can you give us a, some description on environment? Like just give, give us some examples of a few different layers. If you don't mind. Yeah, like uh, the, the desk you have in your office. It's like low key environment. You see, they got like a lamp over there. It's a nice lamp. You remember my first office, it had like a pole with the light bulb on the top of it that was like leaning against the wall. <laughs> For real. You remember that? And it was like, it was like a room that you'd kill people in. Dude, it was like I had an old, 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 old couch that was given to us. And my dog would always sleep on it in the background. You can see it in old videos of us. So like, man, when we got to Nashville, one of the things that I, that I did is I invested a couple hundred dollars into making my office nice. It's simple, but it made a big difference because every time you go into, you can be waking up and, and if you're like me, my life is pretty volatile. I'm not consistent like Chris is. My mood is not consistent like Chris's is. Dude, I am up and down and up and down sometimes 10 times a day. So my environment, I really lean on it because when I get into this office, it locks me in and reminds me that, you know, what do I value? What are the things that I value? You know, information, studying great people. I've got that here. I, I got a plant right here. I value nice things. I got, I invested into a nice watch because every time I can, I see it, I'm reminded that we're not, we're not just playing games. We're actually building long-term wealth. It may sound yeah. simple, but it's a really big deal to me. And I think your environment is a little bit different. You want to uh, take your family on the nice vacations and that's your, your experiences. And this may change when we have kids. I may be way more about that. But right now I'm like, whatever. I want my day to day to be optimized. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I think, it, you know, it is based on your personality, but it is your surroundings. Uh, it's your, your inputs. Like, dude, I used to watch the news every single night. I read every news website every day. That's a that bad, good. that's a bad yeah. environment. It's all terrible. It's negative. So I shut that stuff off. Like it's a small thing that people can do to enhance the quality of their life and their business. Or it might be the people that you're hanging around. Mm -hmm. People who are negative, people who are, have no goal. They have no vision. They're not going anywhere in their life. Yep. They have no ambition. Yeah. People, when, when you tell them, here's what I'm dreaming of doing, they're like, why? <sighs> Poison. Poison, man. Because then it'll start causing you to second guess. Well, what does what you want? Is, is it actually too big for you? Do you actually deserve that? Yeah. People's a big one we didn't talk about. Uh, and, Another environment is like just having, um, having cash in the bank, dude. 
Mm-hmm. You're the king of cash in the bank, dude. I don't know as much about it as you do because Chris doesn't spend anything. What are your bills per month? Like four grand a month? No, they're more than that. He's got a he's got a little like a hole that he dug in his backyard to put all his cash deposits in. My my gold my gold bars. Yeah, man, it helps you it helps you be be able to make decisions from a place of vision, not out of a place of fear. Because if you're making decisions because you have to make money right now, the chances of that decision being healthy slim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what would you say is would be the next step for people to actually implement this? Yeah. One, optimize the information that you're you're bringing in. Get that locked in. People complain about their environment, and then every single night of the week, they're watching Suits on Netflix. Uh oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you can go that real. You're not eating good food. Like you're not eating good food. So. Environment's important, but the, but the the first thing you got to start with is like, are you eating Cheetos or are you actually getting the proper nutrients mentally? You got to take care of the nutrients you're consuming. Make sure your inputs are good, man. Get the memos. People rave about the memos. Buy books from people who have what you want to have and read their stories. It's going to help you. I think number two is like 100% getting into a place where you're you're safe, like you're good. Like you're no longer making decisions based on like, my kids are not going to eat. If I don't do this and you may have to invest in a mentor, you may have to invest into somebody to help you figure it out. Right. And from there, man, you can do so much. Then you can really get into the goodies. Like, man, I'm going to optimize the car that I drive because it makes me think like a different person, but you you can't do that. If you're stuck at an economic level, way underneath survival, you know, that's, you got to fix that first. That's what I would say. Would you agree with that? Yes. And I'd add one thing is just first to audit. Yeah. Like audit everything that's going on in your life. The people that you're hanging around, like if you're not consistently around people who are way better than you in every area of your life, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, the old saying, like you are going to become like the five people you hang around most online or in person. Yes. Especially it's more important today because that's where a lot of our connection is, is online. Then just know what you want, like figure out what you want out of life, not what you don't want. I knew it. I knew that was coming. Seth says, carry around a $100 bill in your wallet. Always never spend it. Love every time you open the wallet and the monies in there, the little things. I carry around a $10,000 bill in my wallet, Seth. How about that? I carry on a $100,000 bill in my wallet. No, not really. But yeah, that's that's good too. Stay woke, Seth. Stay woke. Stay woke. Get the memos. Oh, if you haven't gotten this, wealthsecretsbook.com. Check it out. Wallsecretsbook.com. Dude, we sold out of all the copies. We're ordering more. We're ordering ordering more. By the the time you get there. But yeah, it was awesome. Cool. See you guys. Peace.